Dear fellow redeemed, in the name of Jesus, amen. The text for our meditation this morning is from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 16th chapter, the 26th verse. Please rise in Jesus' name. Jesus said, After all, what will it benefit a person if he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul? Or what can a person give in exchange for his soul? These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us in the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. You may be seated. Jesus teaches us here this simple lesson that a person's soul is his most priceless treasure. Of course, that might sound like a no-brainer, because if the soul exists forever, then it's the thing you'll most want to make sure to take care of. But it's also not all that easy. The people following Jesus had an unfortunate misunderstanding of his mission and the road he would walk and the road that they, as his followers, would walk. Just before these words, Jesus had told his disciples that he would suffer and die. And the Apostle Peter's response was, May you receive mercy, Lord, this will never happen to you. Those words seemed to come from love and concern. But Jesus recognized their true source and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are a snare to me because you are not thinking of the things of God, but the things of men. Think about all of this in God's perspective, therefore. Consider our departed loved one as a soul purchased by Jesus. And then consider the cost. We confess, as Lois confessed, that Jesus Christ is our Lord. And what that means is that he has redeemed me, a lost and condemned creature, purchased and won me from all sin, from death, and from the power of the devil. To belong to Jesus means to be at odds with sin, death, and the devil. Those three are lords who do not like to lose their possessions. But through the waters of baptism, our Christian loved one became a holy child of God. The struggle with sin continued throughout her life, as it did in St. Paul's life, who confessed of himself, so I fail to do the good I want to do. Instead, the evil I do not want to do, that is what I keep doing. What a miserable wretch I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So as long as we live in this life, sin will be at us with its scourges and its whips. It'll be after us to entice us away with sweet-smelling destruction, and it will drown us in despair. But such a persecutor as sin will not have the end of us. Through the waters of baptism, our Christian loved one became a living child of God. Death still hounded her throughout her life. But once this perishable body has put on imperishability and this mortal body has put on immortality, then what is written will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. Death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And through the waters of baptism, our Christian loved one became a child of God, belonging to the hallowed halls of heaven. 
But still, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He is mighty, and he is a liar and a murderer, and he seeks the soul of each of God's children. But through baptism and through the word and the sacrament with which she was nourished throughout her life, she had the shield of faith with which she will be able to extinguish all the arrows of the evil one. This is the cost by which Lois gained her soul. It was indeed the whole world. Sin, death, and the devil all scored hits on her. Certainly she could not claim to be without sin. At the divine services, she confessed with all those around her, we poor sinners confess to you, O God, not only that we have been conceived and born in sin, but also that throughout life we have often and in many ways offended you, our Lord and Maker, in thought, word, and deed. And the devil pursued her with temptations, along with his allies of her own sinful flesh and the world, which convinced her of the value of other things that weighed her down with despair. They pulled her astray more than once, and death has now struck its final blow. But with that blow we find that the sting is gone, the venom is gone, and the pain is gone. Lois has now entered into the rest that Jesus promised for her soul. He said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And Lois heard that promise regularly. Following Jesus, she has that rest where he will wipe away every tear from her eyes. There will be no more death, or sorrow, or crying, or pain, because the former things have passed away. What cost? The sting of the conscience, the pain of the body, the spiritual struggles. Of any of these, is there one that is not worth the soul? But to purchase her soul, it was not Lois who fronted the cost. Instead, see what Jesus paid. We confess, as Lois confessed, that when Jesus purchased and won me, he did so not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death. And from this fact, we can recognize that the price for our soul is one that no one of us could ever pay. No person can purchase his own soul because, I'll let St. Paul say it, in fact, there is no difference because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Death is the punishment for sin. It's its natural consequence. Death is separation from God, who is life. So by nature, you and I are doomed to be separated from God. But here comes this innocent man, the only truly innocent man to live his entire life on earth, And he dies in the place of all of us sinners. And his death can pay for all of us, because while he is true man, he is also true God. And therefore, his holy and precious blood and his innocent suffering and death were sufficient to pay for the souls of all human beings. We stood accused in God's courtroom. We waited in a jail cell to hear the outcome of our sentence. And if we're honest, we would know that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so we waited in that cell for the wrath to come, for the pronouncement of guilty. 
But in that courtroom, our advocate stood up and pointed to the nail marks in his hands and the mark of the spear in his side, and he declared to that almighty judge that all of our crimes were paid for, that our sentence was complete in him. Every single human being's sin is completely wiped clean in Jesus. But we sat in that jail cell until the news of that sentence could come to us. The bailiff, the Holy Spirit, was sent with the word of God and his holy sacraments, which are the declaration to you individually that your sins are forgiven. Your death is paid for. When he opens that cell and places faith in your heart, then you truly receive that forgiveness that Jesus won, and that life, and that salvation. Lois had that faith. She knew what her Lord had done for her, and she believed that he had done it indeed for her. This wasn't a merit on her part, and there was nothing that she paid for it. What could she give in exchange for her soul? But Jesus gave his own life for hers. By baptism, by the word that was preached to her regularly, and by the Lord's Supper, which she received with the people who believed just as she did, she received Jesus' life. And now she has it in fullness. Her weight is over. And her soul lives with Jesus. She has no more need of faith, because now she lives in that eternal joy and love that faith anticipates. By faith you are just like her, though, purchased by Jesus in order that you might be his own, live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, even as he is risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. This is the gift given by her Lord, Jesus Christ, and it's given also to you. And this is most certainly true. Amen. O God the Father in heaven, have mercy upon us. O God the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God the Holy Spirit, true Comforter, have mercy upon us and grant us your peace. Amen.